Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin. Hope that uh, hope that you are staying warm if you are listening anywhere along, I guess, the mid-central part of the United States, uh, especially here in central Texas. We have had some some very interesting cold evenings. Uh, so we've had some snow and ice fall over the last few days. And that's kind of kind of play a part a little bit into what I want to talk to you guys about today. It is just me. I've been stuck at home and um, not being able to go out anywhere, school being closed. Uh, I've been working from home and doing things like that from the house, which has been kind of nice. Um, but it lends to not really having uh, a guest. And anyway, we had people lined up. Point is... Mother Nature decided to do its thing, and so uh, we're here. But in this topic of prayer that we have been talking about here at Elevate, especially this last uh, this last weekend, um, there's just some things that I can be want to tune you into my life and how uh, I have worked over things, uh, especially over the last couple of days being at home and. Um, just kind of what maybe my life looks like and what my prayer life could be like with these things in shape the way that they need to be. Maybe you can relate. And maybe I'll just be talking to someone that this won't even apply to, but maybe you know a friend or a family member that could be going through the same thing. And and you can share this episode too. Um I do want to thank you so much for the support that you've given us through the new year. Elevate has been extremely successful and that has been you working with God hand in hand. So thank you so much for that. Um, let me just tune you in a little bit into my, my life schedule wise. So, uh, when I, when I heard the, the message on, on prayer and I, I, I thought about some things that my grandfather, and my dad has always told me, and I'll share those a little bit later, but I'm a full-time student. Um, uh, been hosting this podcast for, uh, close to two years now. If I, if my math is correct, somewhere along that line, maybe like a year and a half. So anyway, something along those lines. Um, full-time student, I'll be graduating this May um, with my communication degree. And with that degree, I've been doing radio and podcasting for, I'd say, close to five or six years now in different formats. Um, I used to host a sports podcast. I used to host um, another podcast for a friend. I hosted my own radio show for a long time till very recently. At another radio station, I host currently a radio show at 88.3 The Journey in Keene, which is our Christian music station on the campus of Southwestern Adventist University. Um, what else? Uh, I've, I've hosted my own sports podcast, my own sports radio show. I mentioned that. And that is just that. I mean, that's just that's just that side, or, or you know, right there. I have started a blog before that I thought was going to be really cool where I write about my sports topics and have people go and read about it. I think I only got through four articles, but either way, I have just been very busy with my field of study, uh, which has been good. It's exposed me to a lot of people. It's exposed me to a lot of the industry. And I believe that that is something that is that God has called me to do, to go down that path, whether it is sports, whether it is Christian radio, so that's just part of my busy life. Let's add the full schedule that I have of classes, uh, labs and teachers and students and then times and weird times for classes, not to mention my responsibilities at my local church. I've got responsibilities with live streaming and um, 
the uh, the projection of 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 our uh, live stream through Facebook and YouTube. I've got responsibilities as helping the young adults, whether that is with their Sabbath afternoon programs or Sabbath school. A lot of things that I am involved with, not to mention with family or with friends or when we want to do stuff. I say all of that. Oh, and I'll even bring this up. Very recently got accepted into an internship position with a with a professional baseball team, right? So lot of things going on in my life, and you may be asking yourself, well, Kelvin, how in the world do you even have time to breathe? Well, that's a good question. I don't, <laughs> but it's okay. I'd rather be busy than not busy, but I've been able to manage myself pretty well up until this point where I don't feel like I'm burned out. And I've been going maybe through this same schedule for, uh, I'd say the better part of two or three years. Yeah, college student, I get up late and I sleep in late sometimes and I want to stay up and play video games with my friends sometimes and that's just kind of all part of it. But one of the reasons that I've been able, I think, to manage myself out pretty well has been the prayer life that I have had. I have made God very aware and very clear as to everything that I have going on. Now, does he need me to do that? No. He knows exactly what I'm doing every single day. The point is that he is very aware of all of the responsibilities that I have taken upon myself. Have I said no to others? Yeah, that's important. I think it's a Christian to be able to say no to some things. But God knows, and he understands exactly what I'm going through, and I've been able to stay in constant communication with him throughout that entire process. You might be thinking, well, Calvin, you know, when do you have, you know, time to sit for 30 minutes and, and get on your knees and close your eyes and, and, uh, and, and pray? And Well, I think that uh, that is a weird misconception that we have about prayer. I think that for years, the culture and the, the years of Christianity have taught us, you know, that we have to have our eyes closed and our head bowed and our hands you know, together and, and our knees on the ground. And, and that's the only way that we can reach out to God because he is so holy and, and we have to be reverent. And, and I fully understand that. That is one of the ways that we do it at church. We we are in his presence, and but we're in his presence all the time. And for me, my, my, my prayer life has consisted of uh, a lot of 10, 15 second conversations with God in the middle of my day. God, I'm about to drive to school. I have a test today. I've studied. You know what I've studied, so help me do good. God, I'm I'm headed out to play basketball with a couple of friends. Help me get there safe and sound. Help none of us to get hurt and have a lot of fun. God, I'm uh, I'm I'm heading out to work. I've got a couple of projects this week. It's a Monday morning. I just ask that that you help us guide through these couple of projects as they're going to be really stressful. Those are the type of conversations that have helped me balance out all the stuff that I have had to do over the last couple of years. And I recommend that heavily for you. Uh, I think if we narrow down prayer to a point where we have to make certain rules as to when we can come to God, I think it defeats the purpose of God even having that open line of communication with us. I think if I can only pray to Him three times a day for my meals or when I'm on my knees, with my head bowed and my eyes closed, and there's a place for that. But if we limit our prayer life to just those moments, I think we're wasting the opportunity that we have to literally reach out 
to the creator of the universe through prayer. Prayer for me is something that, despite of my busy life, and maybe you can relate, it changes. For example, last couple of days, we've been stuck here at home. I've been in my studio. I've been working from home. I've been doing schoolwork here from the house. And despite the change in my schedule, because now I'm not traveling to work, I'm not going to school, I have found myself talking to God maybe a little bit less. And I've had to readjust. I've had to readjust how I do things. So I would recommend uh, for you, as we kick off a new year, and we're already in the month of February, which is wild. The first month of the year has passed. Maybe your New Year's resolution has already been (laughs) thrown in the trash. Totally understand. Been there and done that. But maybe as we kick off February together, our prayer life can be just more than those intentional moments. It can be a constant conversation with the Savior of the universe all the time. Tell him about your day. Tell him about the stuff you're going to go buy. Tell him about your car. Tell him about your work. Give him details about the project that you're working on. Tell him about your boss. Tell him about your coworker. Tell him about the things that you need to buy for your home. Tell him about taking your kids to soccer practice. Tell him about going to spend time with your friends, going out to eat at a restaurant. God knows all these details in our life already. But David says in the book of Psalms that, that, that our prayers are like, they're like music to God's ears. He loves to hear that we are going out to him, not only just for the big things and the massive prayer requests for our family and friends, but even for the most insignificant things. God, I lost my keys. God, my phone isn't working. God, I have to send a text in 20 minutes. I need to get home. You know, I have to submit something for a project. Help me to get it done. I think if we do our part in reaching out to God in the ways that we should be reaching out to Him, not just in the prescribed moments of prayer, I think our prayer life will change. And for me personally, it has been helping me with my scheduling. I think once I am able to like verbalize out loud what I need to tell God, it's helped me realize what I've been able to do and what I need to do. And the biggest blessing of it all has been the ease in which certain things in my life have been getting done. Projects at school, they get done faster. Homework gets done more efficiently. Work projects seem to flow easily. People seem to come together. When I need some help from somebody else, because I feel like I have talked to God about it, I feel like he has blessed the project. People can come and say, Kelvin, we've got this done. Here's your part to get done. If things just seem to flow amazingly. And here's what I'll tell you. God cares about every detail in your life. I don't care if it's the most insignificant thing on earth. God cares about those details. We, for a long time, I think I was not raised this way, but just in the Christianity world that I saw, this idea that that God just was this big guy who just really cared about the big things and just wanted us to worship him. But when I've read through the scriptures and I've seen the amount of detail that God puts in the Bible, in the stories of people, for our benefit and for our life, it's phenomenal to me how detailed our God 
is and how he cares for the little things in people's life. I have seen it firsthand uh, in my life in a variety of different ways. I'll tell you this quick story here before I wrap up this episode. My, uh, over the last, I think in the early stages of September and maybe late or early October, I was gifted a couple of books. I was gifted two books, uh, one by, uh, Roy Williams, who was the head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels for many, many years. One of the greatest college basketball coaches ever. And then the other book, which I'm currently reading right now, was a book by Pat Williams, and it was called Head of the Game. And it was his own kind of personal biography, autobiography about his his life and how he co-founded the Orlando Magic back in 1996 or 94, somewhere on those lines. But he's the co-founder and president, CEO, whatever, of the Orlando Magic, the professional basketball team. And reading his book specifically, he started out as a college baseball player and eventually at the age of 25 got into baseball management to the point where he was general managing the uh, the affiliate AAA baseball team for the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, a minor league team is still a big deal. doesn't matter what level it is. To be able to be 25 years old and already managing a minor league baseball team? Anyway, he worked his way up and he got calls to be to go to the NBA and that's how he ended up getting into the NBA and he managed the Bulls, the 76ers, the Atlanta Hawks and uh of course then would go to manage the Orlando Magic and own the Orlando Magic matter of fact one of the co-founders one of the things that he talks about heavily in his life was his prayer life he talked about how God was so in tune with the details of his life. And he mentioned everything to God from trading players to signing players that he had a phenomenal, successful career. But I mentioned those books because both those books had to do with management and game management. I had been asking God for the few weeks before that, God, look, I'm, I'm trying to find a sign. You know that I love sports. I still want to do something in sports. Help me to be a witness wherever I go in sports. And I know you've called me to ministry, and I love Christian radio, but if I could do something in the sports world, that would be phenomenal. I get both of those books. I'm through most of both of them always, almost. And about two weeks later, I see on uh, the, uh, the professional baseball team, the minor league team locally here that I'm going to be working for, um, that they're looking for interns, someone that they could potentially groom I guess, uh, into a position or that person could go to somewhere else and have a position anyway. Point is that I took that as a sign. I applied, I went through the university, the university helped me out, and I ended up getting getting the internship for this spring and this summer working in professional baseball from the front office perspective with GM and assistant GM and kind of learning the ropes of the business side of sports. You see, I I just don't think that life gives us those type of coincidences and those type of moments if they're not controlled by God. God, to me, was behind the scenes in every way, shape, or form. And the process to get the internship and to do the interview and to meet with the people and be at the stadium has been seamless. Has been seamless. Those things, to me, are not... um, 
coincidences that humanity by themselves can perform. Those are God behind the scenes, pulling strings to make things happen. And I think it only happened because I was able to be open with him and tell him, look, this is what I would like. If it is your will, let's make it happen. And it happened. I don't think it's a coincidence that I got those two books gifted by a friend. I don't think it's a coincidence that that uh, two weeks later, after almost finishing both books, I see on my Instagram feed an opening for something that I could potentially be interested in as a career. And wherever that I am put, um, God has called me to be his witness wherever I am. Uh, they know that I'm a Christian already. They know that I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. They know my beliefs. And maybe that's all it takes. And maybe that's the only reason God wants me there. But I say all that because it wasn't my doing. It wasn't anything spectacular that I did. It was it was my my version of prayer life where it's just a conversation with God to be able to get that uh to be able to get that done. And God did the rest of the work. I just talked to him. So maybe you're going through something right now, or you have a work project, or you have a school project coming up. Those simple little details that you think won't matter to our Heavenly Father, trust me, they matter more than you know. Just tell him. It doesn't matter how small it is or random it is. You can talk to him at the gas station. You can talk to him in your car. You can talk to him outside. You can talk to him in your office. You can talk to him anywhere you want. Our God is ready to listen. And he cares about your every single need. I'm glad that you were able to listen to this short episode. Kind of different from what we do. But being stuck at home, I just wanted to share some words about maybe how something like this could benefit you or maybe even a friend. Maybe you know someone who has complicated stuff going on and you just want to tell them that, hey, God is there. Listen to this. I hope it's not my words that they hear but that they hear Jesus' words speaking to them. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll get back to our regularly scheduled episodes and programming over the next couple of weeks as the snow melts away and the ice goes away and we get back on campus where we can have some amazing guests join our podcast. Thank you so much for the support that you give Elevate every single day. Keep praying for us. Keep praying for everybody involved, for the entire Elevate team, and uh, for everyone that helps make this podcast possible. Uh, keep praying for them as well. Remember, God cares about every detail. My name is Kelvin. I'll see you guys next time on another episode of Elevate Retake. And remember, there's always room for one more.